Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting here live at Alki Arts in Seattle. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason Rendon. Hello, how are you guys? We have sunshine. I am, I am dumbstruck and amazed and so happy because here over on Alki, of course, there's nothing but views and beautiful blue skies. It was the perfect day to do it here. It was beautiful outside. It's still beautiful. What are we talking about? The wind's not too breezy. We're looking now at the white, little white, white caps, white chop. Beautiful little place out there. So you guys out and about, come on down. We're at Alki Arts Gallery over here. Easy to get to. Just cross the bridge, take Fauntleroy Road, follow around. It's right there. Just keep following it. it. Just keep going. Feel free to call in at 323-843-6090 if you have comments or questions about what we're talking about today. Um, of course, that is only if you're listening live. If you're listening to a recording, nobody's going to answer the phone. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's my twisted little sense of humor right there. <laughs> so today's show is brought to you by Alki Arts and Pop Chips. Never fried, never baked, think popped. Today we're chatting on socially savvy business on social media. You know, on the uh, bi- uh, Pop Chips, do you know that they're actually a uh, Chinese invention? No, I did not. Yeah, I was over at a place in uh, Linwood called H Mart. They do this big pop chip. You know, you hear this. <laughs> oh, it's Korean. I've been in pink. We've been corrected. It's Korean. Yes, Korean. But it's still good, though. Whatever the concept is, they did a fabulous job this last year. They they started off with the core. Of course, they had like mm-hmm. regular and barbecue and um, what do you call it? Sweet, not sweet and sour, but the uh, sour cream and onion. They did all the traditional flavors. And then they came out with these new flavors this year. And today, we are eating the Parmesan garlic yes. potato chip. But I was actually getting to that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Is that it's related to business. Just because it's been done and done before, done did, got the t-shirt and the poster, doesn't mean they can't change it. They did a great job with they it. They added seasonings to theirs. They made it a little smaller. They're like little 50-cent uh, piece size uh how many times have you guys used a 50-cent piece? I just think about that, you know? But a little bit bigger than a quarter. Yeah. A They're more. really crunchy. Really delicious. All they do is add season to it. They're the biggest things. They're actually a lower in fat than your regular chips. So. And delicious. We love pop. Yep. Lovely. Okay, so we're going to be chatting on socially savvy business on social media. I know typically with socially savvy, we do a lot of the do's and don'ts. We have a tendency to really focus not really focus on the don'ts, but uh, talk and refocus what is yes. unacceptable to kind of create boundaries. So I thought today would be a real refreshing way of approaching it by focusing on the best ways to handle yes. your business on social media. Definitely. With that said, part of social media and advertising, of course, is recognition. And Jason is here to tell us about our sponsor for wine today. Yes, our sponsor is from House wine, which is actually, it's house wine, and it's uh, brought to you from uh, Kay Venters, our Charles Smith, Charles Smith uh, Vineyards, Uh, very nice, he's kind of a unique guy here, you know, that's the thing about Seattle, we're all full of unique folks, everybody's different, it's not like very traditional. Very diverse. If you've ever seen his winery in Walla Walla, it's the one that doesn't play classical, he's definitely hard rock, the candle's going, really rocks it out when you go there, you know, they don't like Here's your one ounce pour. Thank you. Have a nice day. He's like, this is a Cabernet Sauvignon, 100%. It's really good. This is what this is. By the way, it's very delicious. Where did what we lost you? We lost you. Yeah. There, there you are. Mm-hmm. 
I'm here. Hello. He's here. He's gone. He's here. He's gone. It's the wine. Yes. So House Wine is part of the Precept collection of wines. Precept is the one who houses them. And uh, next week we're going to be over at Apex Tasting Room. And they are incorporating several more of the oh, really? Precept wines. So we get to be a part of that launch. Oh, very, nice. very excited about that. did not know that. So, Jason, tell us a little bit more about this. Oh, it's very good. I'm actually enjoying it here. So if you guys are thinking out here... It's a dark. Uh, it's a hundred percent Cabernet. It's got like a, a dark ruby color here. I can't smell right now because I have allergies. Oh, but I do allergies. know I will go from my memory. It's got dark hints of black cherry and uh, a little slight pepper. With a even more like of a prune note uh, finish when you taste it. Uh, very delicious, very smooth. It's not one of those. It's a, a nice medium-bodied wine that you really enjoy. Uh, it's really reasonable. Guess who we have next to us? We are going to be introducing Diane of Alki Arts. We are visiting here in her gallery. <clears throat> very fun. I love the eclectic feel of it. It's not um, what's the word? It's not what I would consider your typical art gallery. It's not stuffy. Not stuffy at all. It's. Um, are you on? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not usually on a microphone, but I think it's on. I can hear my voice reverberating through the building. I love it. Um, this is all local art. So we have a collection of about 40 to 48 local artists. Everything we have here is an original. We don't carry any prints or copies. So you get these nice, affordable, original pieces of artwork that really finish a person's home or they say, oh, I really need something for this room. I really need something for, you know, to kind of design around. And, and they can afford to come in here and get an original piece of artwork. And people love buying local. They really do. They love yeah, they do. supporting they do. local artists. Yeah. And, and these days with the economy a little rougher than it's been, to be able to afford a, an original piece of artwork, it's really fun. It's a fun treat for people. And so we, you know, in spite of everything, we're still selling art. And it's great. Well, and I think the the one thing that I love about art is it is it, like any of the arts in general, but when you're talking about paintings and and such, it inspires, it it awakes imagination, it creates thought. Well, you know what we find here is that people, um, they're not saying, oh, I want something in these colors, I want something that looks like this. People fall in love with a story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they they come through. They read. Each wall has its. Um, a collection from a different local artist so you know exactly who you're looking at so you stop at one artist you read their bio you look at their work and you you know because the bio is up or they ask me questions about the artist they just kind of fall in love with the whole package oh yeah yeah well see i do the same thing with wine people like to know the story of the wine that's why i focus on small wineries especially out of woodenville absolutely but they love the story tell me about you know with like the story about the house wine here his you know people, oh wow i didn't know about it. same thing about the artists that are around here yeah how did it start who created it? and the smaller the better people really yep. want to support individuals what's the inspiration you know there's a lot of cool for those that are listening in here she has a lot of eclectic stuff that i could see even on, on my wall the problem with art, and a lot of times they say, oh, well, that's an expensive piece. Where would I put it? These are stuff that you can actually put on the wall. They're not that avant-garde that you're like, oh, my God, don't touch it. Don't breathe on it. You know, you know I like happy art, too. The real, yeah, the real. Happy. Yeah. Everything in here, you know, I, I, there's lots of places you can go get really gritty, trendy, edgy yeah. art. But this, isn't, this is a family 
neighborhood happy place. And so I always, when artists come in and they say, what do you carry? I always say, well, you know, we try and, uh, you know, well, without any judgment involved, for this locale, we just prefer no skulls, no barbed wire, no Jesus. <laughs> just <laughs> happy, pretty, happy, happy fun art. Happy fun. Yeah. Not too heavy, not too introspective, not too conceptual. Just beautiful pieces that will kind of lift your spirit. And I think that's another thing in light of the times and the economy is. I would agree. People want to be lifted up. Yeah, yeah. they want to be inspired. They want they want something that's going to make them smile when they walk in the room. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I really love when when you said you have your little bios next to them. You have a photo in the bio as well, which I see art all the time. I appreciate having the photo because it gives you somebody to kind of connect with. Yeah. They yeah. Give, you can see just a little introspect on them. Well, we hear that all the time. People say, this is not what I expected the artist who created this piece to look like. How interesting. Yeah. And then they want to know, you know, do they live in this neighborhood and what's their story? And a common story here is a lot of our artists are art teachers. Yes. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. So, and people, there's about one degree of separation. Seattle's a small town, and if you, I always tell people, if you walk around here, if you've lived in the Seattle area for any amount of time, you're going to know one of these people. And they go, oh, no, I won't. And I go, you just, just. You just wait. Yeah, yeah you just wait. The most nice thing is that when you're sitting here, especially where we're at here in Hawkeye, you can be, to lost me again, uh, must be hard, uh, sitting next to the, uh, we might have to get another mic here. Sit next to the cafe, and like you could just sit there, literally, and be like chatting. Turn to your right and go, "Oh, it's a celebrity! Oh my God, they're real people." That's one thing I love about living in Seattle. I talked to a lot of friends about you know why I come out here. You know, it's such a beautiful town. It's so green. Everybody's friendly. You know, for the most part, uh-huh. uh, it's very nice. I like that for the most part. <laughs> well, there are those. So let's be real. Well, well, especially down here on the beach, you you do. Um you know, you've used the word eclectic with the art. Well, the art is representative of the neighborhood yes. because these are local artists and the personalities are eclectic. So we have West Seattle and particularly Alki Beach, we have young people, we have skateboarders, we mm-hmm. have old family money, we have uh, new couples, we have, you know, you have everything. everything. Yeah. And you, you can... Sometimes sometimes I'll ring up a transaction, and it isn't until I'm running the cards that I recognize the last name. I'm like, oh, Lordy, okay, well. <laughs> oh, and um, because they, they live right around the corner on Beach Drive, and so I, I always say it's our Beach Drive uh, customers that support the gallery because they say, we want to keep you here. Aww. But the nice thing is you have those supporters and those patrons, and then you have all the young couples that are the like, new I ones. never yeah. thought I could get original art. So, yeah. you know, here's a question we like to ask, you know, the gallery owners and all that. So a couple or a person comes into your gallery and says, hey, you know, I don't know what I'm looking for. What would you, you know, they, they know they want to buy a part of uh-huh. a piece of art. They know they want to invest in a little bit of, you know, they're not talking like, you know, a, 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 I hate to say lower end, but a smaller one. They're looking at a good size piece. What do you recommend them to kind of think about when they're looking back at their house, you mm-hmm. know, versus impulse buying? I got to have that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I absolutely know what I tell people. I say um, artists like clothing. You know, there's a lot of beautiful, beautiful outfits out there. What would you miss? If you went home and you never got to see it again, because I know I've gone clothing shopping. Oh, that's and a I, good one. Yeah, yeah. and I, I've, I've said 
I wish oh, I would have gotten that. If I had that coat right now, yeah. I would be dressed. <laughs> I, it would finish this outfit. I would be warm. I would be, and I have kicked myself over. And, Why did I not buy that one jacket? Mm-hmm. So I say, if you can walk away and forget about a piece of art, good. Save your money. You didn't need it. But if you go home and say, oh, I hope nobody else bought it, then you really you need, need to pick it. up that phone and yeah. call. <laughs> all at all, I'll put a red dot on it. I'll hold it for you. I'll take payment. I'll help you. And, and that is a thing of us being just family owned. I will help people Ooh, nice. um, get that piece of art. First of all, I tell them Sunday night, borrow the piece. Mm-hmm. We're closed Monday, Tuesday. So oh. take the piece home. I mean, I may keep your visa, your passport, your firstborn child. You know, I'll, 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 take your I'll credit protect card my asset. Yeah, I'll, I'll take credit card information down and a little information nice. down. But I'll loan it out for a couple of days and try it out in your home. And if you really love it, well, maybe we'll take some payments. Maybe we'll, I like we'll, that we'll concept. Work it out. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. Nice. Not a lot of people do that. Well, it seems like the, the art gallery owners that we deal with are all awesome like that. They are. They are. They're nice. Well, thank you so much for letting us do the show here. And oh. this is my first time over this far down Alki. Oh, well, I'm so glad you're here. I've been I've been dying. I've seen your shows at other places. Of course, <laughs> I, I love all your shows. I especially love them when you're at Gunnar Nordstrom's uh-huh. gallery because I love <laughs> that gallery. So I've come to a couple of your tapings, and I feel really privileged that you came down oh, here today. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. You bet. Just a reminder that I happen to have Cascade Ice, zero calories. Provide us with some yummy sparkling beverage. Some of them have two calories, but some of them have zero calories. But I do like them. I do, too. I was um, drinking on the pink grapefruit one today, Mm -hmm. and so was one of my listeners. I like the watermelon kiwi. I like to add a little bit of rum, I mean, uh, ice. And uh, no, it's good stuff. Good mixers. You know, those that want something that's not heavy, like a sugary, you know, soda, like. You know, uh, some of the other beverages like 7-Up or Sprite, they've got more calories. Yeah. These are really good. This is something you can have in the morning or in the afternoon. So, you know, if you guys are a business and you're looking about doing social media, uh, something as we get into this your segment the here, topic. the topic, social media. You know, it's really not that complicated, but it's hard for me, you know, owning a business, sometimes it's hard for me to do. Yes, how's the best way to utilize social media if you're a business? Not piss people off. Yes, yes. <laughs> You know, that's the hardest part. So, Well, I think the first thing we'll touch base on is um, when you're dealing with social media, you're updating information, and most of it is going live time. I think a lot yeah. of people kind of forget that. They they know it's going out there, and so they'll do a post. Then they'll do another post and another post. And, I mean, I've done this before. I'll be, I've been guilty. But at the same time, because of the socially savvy aspect of it, there a lot of the, my Facebook people know that that's what they're looking for. They're yeah. waiting for me to post, you know, four or five events at a time. But I'm still very cautious. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that we uh, tell as a best practice is to time your postings. Try not to post one after another all crammed together because you're going to do a couple of things. You're going to limit your audience. If you're always posting at 10 o'clock in the morning, you are going to miss the people who are on at noon, who are on yep. at 2, who are on at 7, who are on at 11. You have very different lifestyles for everybody who are have different types of jobs, maybe they have families. Um, you know, there's so many different dynamics as to how to look at your social media. So just be aware uh, you want to try to get your information out there in a way that is non-annoying and captures as much as possible. And keep in mind that there's two different, you know, streams of thought there. You have three right now that are really big. You have your Facebook, you have your Google+, actually there's four, uh, five. 
Uh, you have your keep going. I know I'm, I'm counting <laughs> the ones that are like the mainstream. They're ringing. So you got you got Facebook, Facebook Google, Google Plus, then uh, then you've got your Tumblr, Twitter, and your, Twitter. Uh, no, Tumblr and Pinhurst. They're photo bait. More oh, photo. that's true. Yeah. Pinhurst is something I started working into. I just started and Twitter that one. now. The difference with Twitter versus Facebook, Google, it's all just is you can go fat. You could post more times on Twitter yeah. and not really piss off your throttle because the stream, which is the amount of amount of messages that get sent out, is more rapid. So you know if you're like, I'm here, I'm there, I'm here, I'm there, it's a good chance that the person might miss you. Whereas Facebook, it's live, it's going to stay yeah. there, you know. And people are like, God, they're just reporting again. I know they're there. <laughs> I just saw them. And also on. I, if I have anything to say about that, maybe we'll talk about this a little later, is that on Facebook, you don't need to say, I'm at the gym, yeah. I'm at the market, I, I don't now care I'm back if, at the gym. If you're a celebrity, if and this is a, bit, a little bit which we didn't go into detail, is know who who you are in the eyes of your clients in your, for your business. How do you want to represent yourself? If you're in real estate, then your Facebook friends probably don't need to hear that you're at the gym and that you're at the grocery store, and yes. that you just bought a fabulous bottle of wine. Oh, I just found another one. People don't want to hear every walk of your life. They don't. I mean, if you're Britney Spears, we don't want to hear every walk of your life. And that's a key point. You're not that self-important. If your Facebook is your business, differentiate the two. Don't mix that's a good the point. two. Because yeah. if you're, let's say you are in real estate, now you're a person, great. We don't want to know that you're at the gym, but we do want to know if you're at the fabulous mansion. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. You know, and the same thing. I have uh, two accounts. You know, I sell wine, so I usually post about wine and food. I'm not going to post that I'm going to the car dealership to get my oil changed. No one really cares, really. You know, not well. Not on don't. not on mundane things like no. that. But not even Twitter. I don't even necessarily do that. Yeah, you know. I think we in Twitter is another one. That's that's one that. Again, I guess they all kind of fall in together, but um, it, ties into, it leads into the next thing. Yes. yes. Go for it. Yeah, it leads into your exposure. Reach out to your social media connections to be supportive. Give positive contact, con, uh, comments, uh, share information, and make friends. What that means is that, and it, this also leads into the next one, is that by you, let's say you know, I'm here and I, I Twitter, you know, saying, hey, I'm with, I'll be over at Alki Arts on my Twitter feed, and that kind of combines the two, and that kind of says, I have an interest in it. Whereas on Facebook, I just said, well, I checked in that we're here at the Arts. I didn't sit there and say, well, I'm checked in, and I'm sitting down, I'm having some guacamole and some pizza. Which, by the way, if you guys showed up, you could add some. <laughs> um, that's how you relate the two. And as you, you want more exposure for your business, let's say that you're uh, a car salesman, and what you want to do is you want to, you know, Join. You want to uh, follow other car salespeople, other cars, other events surrounding cars, mechanics, themes behind it. And then when a post comes up, sit and say, "Hey, I like that. Or, I understand what you're saying." Exactly. You you're basically supporting the businesses around you and and finding a way to be positive about it. It's like coming into here. You know, we would Facebook, hey, at Alki Arts Gallery, beautiful sunshine weather, great place to bring your family to check things out. Give yes. additional information. You know, be uplifting. Be positive. Talk about something that, that people who reach your social media, uh, different places that you're at, whether it be Twitter or Facebook yep. or any of those, that's going to be interested. That they're, When it comes across the screen, they're not going to go, oh. 
well, that's stupid, that they'll, instead they'll go, oh, well, that sounds kind of fun. Maybe we'll head out to Alki mm-hmm. next week, you know, when there's sunshine. And it follows through, which leads that you become an expert. So, you know, we have a member of the audience who's really into fashion, and he can, you know, he would, this, an excellent topic would be he would say, hey, I saw this really great piece. And how that relates to fashion side, it fits inside our house because it matches the decor, it matches the you know what you're doing. So we have a past blue ribbon guy here today. We we love our past blue ribbon Pabst guy. Blue ribbon. <laughs> yeah, because the only past blue ribbon is one of the few brands you can actually deck out the entire outfit except for the, the undies. Well, you could do the. You could oh, do the undies, but you, you, nobody would know yeah. unless. No, no, no. You said they got long, long underwear here. Oh well, yeah, I guess. The Union Street. Oh, my gosh. I love it. We have the best sponsors. We do. We really do. I love it. I give my pins to, you know, uh, my son, who's 21, uh, technically, and he wears it on people. Like, where'd you get that? And it's like, I'm not telling. Yeah. It's a sticker one. He's got the sticker one. So. We love him. Okay. Social media. Best ways to utilize your exposure. Um, Looking for more exposure? Reach out into your social media connections and be supportive. Like we were just talking about, give positive comments, share information, um, make friends. One of your social media people comes up and and makes this post, and maybe they have a picture of um, a homeless cat or a homeless dog, and they're trying to be supportive of an organization like that. If you're not comfortable sharing it, at least, you know, if it's interesting to you and you appreciated it, hit the like button. And you get to see your name a lot because as you post, even though they may not remember what you said, they remember who you are because you posted. Exactly. Now, that said... If you say some negative press, You're gonna, it's going to bite you. you are. Yes, you know. they will know who you are. And that's true in any business you do. If you're going to be in business and you're going to be on social media, and I think pretty much everybody knows I am not a, uh, what's the terminology? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay, I just totally blank. Two words. Starts with W. No. no. Politically correct. That's the word I'm looking for. No. Everybody knows I'm not politically correct. I don't really care about politically correct. What I care about are relationships and what I care about is how people treat each other and how you make people feel when you're out in public hence the socially savvy aspect of things. The same goes it holds true on social media. You want to make sure that your comments and stuff make people, don't make people so uncomfortable that they are going to unlike you. You can be, if your business allows it, if if it's going to benefit your business, you can be edgy, you can maybe challenge a little bit, you can yep. put the challenge out there, but keep a positive spin on it, or you, you'll get a reputation and people will start blocking you and unliking you. I have a socially savvy tip. So here's a socially savvy tip for businesses out there. So with every uh, thing that's out there, keep a notepad or a uh, OneNote or an Excel spreadsheet or a Word doc or an email that you save and save all the links to all the different places, Yelp, uh, Pinterest, Facebook, with all your regular links on it. Uh-huh. And as a business, you want to check. Even though you may like, I'm not going to post on Yelp. That's not my thing. It's like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Keep the search query, Yelp, put in your business name, and just keep track. And what you want to do is when you see a negative uh, post, address it. Address it immediately, yeah. professionally, and nicely. If it's really negative, you can go to the uh, hosting provider and ask them to remove it for their, for real reasons, not say it because, oh, they're just nasty. No, for real. And then I refrain from this, uh, and I would, you know, refrain from you too, try not to go back and email back and forth and say, listen, you, da-da-da. Try to say, I'm sorry you feel this way. It's just something that I can do because 
uh, you want to nip everything in the bud right away. That's a really don't. good point. I didn't think about that. You know, and luckily I've been fortunate, knock on wood, that you know that I haven't had that much. You know, and then there's sometimes when uh, we all have people in our lives that say something negative, you just kind of let it go, walk through it, just keep well, it going. One of my favorite examples comes up this last week, and one of our listeners here and showed up on their page, and I was very supportive of them when I wanted to slam dunk the person who was dropping the negative comments. Yep. When you have a business persona and you go on a social media venue, any venue, and you start voicing opinions in which uh, portray that you think you're better than somebody else, yes, so not such a good idea. Mm. Uh, making derogatory remarks about people's choices and things that they purchase, choices and things that they are interested in. It'd be like me walking into an art gallery and wrinkling my nose at something going, ew. It is 100% an opinion. And if you're going to be in business and you want people to, I don't know, grace your business with their dollars, you might want to keep some of those in check. There's only a few times that you can be that person that can be that persona that's Mr. Negative, Mr. This is That's a yes, talk show host. Yes. <laughs> Everybody else, you've got to be professional no matter what. You just let it go. You know, it's kind of like one of the things we have written down is uh, be courteous in your postings, check photo, and edit out embarrassing things, etc. You know, we take pictures at events, and before I post, I make sure that in the foreground and background that there's nothing embarrassing, even though we like to do it, but we don't. Oh, you know. my gosh. I can't tell you how many times I've had to crop too short of a skirt right mm-hmm. out of the picture. And sometimes people deserve it, but you have to think. Here's the thing I like to remind people. You have to remember that if you are the one who posts somebody at their worst, whether it be a picture or something that they said, you are then associated and responsible for that as well. So it becomes a mark on your reputation. So for me as a photographer, if I post a picture that has somebody in a less than positive position, showing more than maybe they should be. That's a bad mark on me, too. Yes. That makes me look tacky. So the same move too, beyond it. As a, as a regular person, you also want to make sure that as, uh, as a regular listener, if you see somebody with a camera going around and you're not one good, make sure you pay attention to you know. Oh, yeah. You don't want to sit and go, oh, I'm drinking this glass of wine, and you're actually a school teacher. You might want to put that down and say, no pictures. You're more yeah. than welcome to do that. Oh, and that, that makes another good point is do. As a photographer, if somebody comes up to me and says, no pictures, please, I have not a problem with that. I respect that. Yeah, especially if... Uh, Called communicating. Which goes to, before posting anything on people's sites, pages, or others, we should ask first. They may love you, but they may not agree with everything you do. Don't put them on the spot when they have to delete their posting and possibly explain uh, publicly if they don't do possibly want egg on your face. That's a hard thing, you know. Because it is. It is I, very, um, it's very much an opinion. Yeah, it's it's very hard because I'm... Uh, I've taken pictures and I've you know been harassed by police while you're taking pictures and all that. And it's like, well, it's a public thing. You're on the public street. I think you just have to do due diligence and kind of like know where, know your environment. Do you, you know, and know I guess I'll, I'll, do, I'll go to the extreme. Even though you, even though you're on a public street and a guy is flashing his flashing his yohu, doesn't necessarily mean that you should flash that yohu on Facebook. Oh yeah. You know. I, um, I have I have a story on that one. I was at a casino and happened to get. I went into the ladies' bathroom and it was coming out, and lo and behold, in front of me was a 
fight between two couples. And people were upside wow. down and people were, it was hilarious. I, I, I stood there just completely dumbstruck because security, security took seven and a half minutes to break it up. And I'm um, standing there going, think, well, okay, when are you going to get this done? The funny part was is I hadn't handed my camera off to my husband. I was glad I had because it would have been very intimidating for the establishment had they seen the camera, but I never would have taken any pictures. Right. Because, again, not only does it reflect badly on me, but you're not going to win any points from the establishment at which you're taking those photos because now you've got uh, confirmation that something bad happened. Well, bad things happen all the time. Oh, yes. You know, you don't need to be the one out there posting negative. So try to keep it as positive as possible. Let me tell you how beautiful the weather is outside. It's stunning, especially for Seattle. Yes. Um, one of the other things is with your social media, become an authority on your area of expertise. Ooh, yes. I.e., if you're in food and wine, take time to yelp businesses and post um, post those on your Facebook. Let everyone benefit from your thoughts. Uh, just make sure to keep them as positive as possible, and don't be too quick to jump to decisions. As, you know, having socially savvy and we go in to numerous wineries, restaurants, establishments, I will usually give a place at least six visits yes. before I post anything negative. And then when I do post something negative, like per, I've done on Yelp before, I'll make a note at the bottom saying I'll, you know, be back to visit this establishment in a few months and see if they have changed anything. You need to give people the benefit of the doubt as much as possible and try to... When, when you're making negative comments, try to be constructive with them so that they can benefit from it instead of just blurting out yes. your dissatisfaction with whatever was going it's on. Even worse, we talked about this briefly. If you're at a restaurant and it's really that bad, take, try to take the manager aside and say, yes. hey, I've got an always, issue. Always. And unfortunately, if they don't want to listen to you, keep in mind, there's not a whole lot you can do if they really don't want to listen to you. Just nope. kind of say, well, you know, it sucks to be you then, fine. Just let your friends know that maybe yeah. they want to think twice. <laughs> so those are some of our socially savvy best options or best things we feel to help keep your business in a positive light if you're going to be dealing with social media. We have tons and tons of social events coming up over the, the course of the summer. And as a business, uh, doing business on social media is trying to look for exposure Finding those different venues and things that have events going on and sharing them with your clientele, it becomes a great way to create exposure, also a great way to get friends and business associates together. So to keep that in mind, go in and start tagging, finding your favorite websites. Like For instance, one of our favorites is woodenvillewinecountry.com. They manage... Um, a large percentage of the little wineries, winery tasting rooms that are in Winville. Mm-hmm. And they put together a calendar every month so you know who's got what going on, whether it be uh, a wine tasting with a musician, whether they are having a food pairing, um, maybe they're doing some kind of a special Gretchen event. Gretchen is a nice lady. If you ever chance to meet Gretchen her, is really a nice. very nice lady. And uh, we just came off of Passport. Passport, Passport to Woodville Wine Country. And we got a chance to cover that. That was a a total blast. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it was a blast. It was. We did a couple of interviews, which are posted on Socially Savvy, an independent show. Yep. But, Jason, you were there the first day by yourself. We did the Lower Loop, which is uh, Chateau St. Michel, Silverwood, 
geez, I can go on and on about these. Uh, the different wineries, and it's it's really nice because you get to. It's kind of like of a speed wine tasting. I guess that's the better way. Yeah, of it was it was like speed wine tasting. You know, and you get a one ounce pour. They're very diligent about that. And some people have problems when they're when they don't free pour. They're like, I should do more. They fail to forget that that's a one ounce pour. Six ounces is one glass. So they're usually pouring for you know if you go to if you were to go to every winery on that list in one day, I will bet you'd be you'd, drunk for you'd, a week. You'd be yes. You'd be drunk for a week. Not that you wouldn't mind, but it's great. And the wines were good though. Well, and Are, they're usually tasting more than yes. just two wines. It's not just a red and a white. Typically, it's, it's anywhere from either, four to eight wines. It's not their cheap ones. No, no, it's never their cheap wines. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say never, but well, I, okay. Let me. Let me uh, that's cheap is a bad term. It's not just they're inexpensive. It's, yes, inexpensive. Right. Our, our Paps Brew Rhythm guy said. <laughs> we love our Paps guy. Yes. Inexpensive. You know, it's, it's on a side topic, in the Paps Brew Rhythm, you know, that's really not the beer that it once was. It's actually a good quality beer. Maybe as I'm older and I kind of like it, but I remember, you know, they used to, you know, it was in so many movies. If you're a caller, if you know what movie it was, and you posted on uh, either Seattle One Exchange on Facebook or you put on LB Dash's page what the movie was, uh, that well, they were on? We'll yeah. have a prize for you. Yeah, we will. <laughs> well, there's only one where I forget. Ah, oh, I can't remember his name. Never mind. Huh? Yes. There's some fun, fun movies out there fun with Pap. Movies. One of the comments I made here this last week, somebody was talking about beers and, and their nose wrinkled up a little bit at, at the Paps. And I just had to look at him and go, it's a blue ribbon. Do you know what that means? And they just kind of looked at me with the dull look on their face. It was so funny. That was not as socially savvy as it could have been, but it, it was very funny. <laughs> it's. I remember my it's dad used opinion. to have it. The it was, flavor. Used to have an. It used to be in a somewhat roundish bottle. This is how old you know. In a, in a bottle in a can. I remember the can. It was this tin can. I still have a bunch of those. I was you know six years old. I still have some. But that is awesome. Love it. So yeah, Woodenville Wine Country is a fabulous location on the internet to find out about upcoming wine events. If you're in uh, social media and you're looking for places to meet people for luncheons, um, quick coffees, it is such a fun, casual way to do it. You know, a lot of the wineries, they will, uh, if you need to, let's say you have a meeting you want to have, and if they you have, have room. A, they have rooms. They'll, yep. They'll Beautiful meeting you. rooms. Beautiful meeting rooms. And it's not, you don't, don't have to feel like you have to order tons of wine or anything like that. They're more than welcome to... Uh, order a bottle. Yeah. They'll help you. Ask, ask away. Yep. I totally agree. Okay, so now that the sun has started to shine and we're seeing people peeking out of their houses, children are starting to play in the streets, that means it's time for the local farmer market to open. Yes, they're getting more and more. This this is I'm exciting. This is the big week for a lot of them to open. Yes. Uh, we went through and did a list of some of them that are opening up. Redmond opens May 5th and it runs through October 27th. Theirs is a Saturday market. It runs to 3 o'clock. Bellevue actually has two different markets. Did you know that, Jason? I didn't I did know that. I didn't know that. I always thought there was always the one, but... Yeah, I, I knew that. The, I always thought that there was someone during the day, on the day, which was Thursdays. I knew about that one from 3 to 7 on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. But they also have one on Saturdays from 10 to 3. Yep. So yes. the Thursday one starts May 10th, and the Saturday one, I believe, is June 2nd. Right. Mr. Claus got some on Saturday starting April 21st to October 13th. And uh, University District, everybody knows about their, their year-round, though. I didn't know that until I looked it up. 
Oh, uh, really? You didn't know that? I did not oh, know I, well, love it. I live in Carnation. Hello. Oh, well. Did you know that there's a winery in Carnation? I, I do. I know. I just found that out of today. Them. There's, well, well, there's two. Actually, they, they've both been sponsors of ours. Pleasant Hill Winery has a beautiful location out there with a fabulous room for throwing parties, weddings. It is, it's absolutely stunning out there. And Pandora Cellars also uh, bottles out there as well. So very, very fun location. So I just was looking real quick on uh, the power of the Internet. For those that are interested that didn't write down the farmer's markets, you can go to www.wafarmersmarkets.com. That's with an S. W-A-Farmers, with an S, markets, with an S, dot com. And you can see all the different uh, um, farmer's markets that are out there. Their times, their addresses, telephone numbers, contact info, the whole nine yards. And they even have Facebook, too. So once you follow them on Facebook and let them know that you're supporting them. Yeah, because okay, so we've got West Seattle yes. that is year-round on Sundays. You have Broadway that opens April 22nd, which was last week. Columbia City opens May 2nd. Finney, June 1st. Lake City doesn't open till June 14th. I found that as interesting. Really? I would have thought they would have opened earlier. Magnolia, or otherwise known as Mongolia, if you live in Cow Nation, Mongolia. opens June 9th. <laughs> <laughs> My husband started out in construction when we were first dating. It was so funny. We would be driving through the car, and we'd go through all these different cities. And in construction, they have nicknames for all the cities, depending on the municipalities or how difficult the sites were. So I get all these funny little things like Mongolia and stuff from him. <laughs> and there's some I can't mention on air. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's fun. So, yes, as far as planning ahead, go to um, WoodenvilleWineCountry.com. You'll get information on the concerts coming up this summer at Chateau Saint-Michel. There are several different wineries. Uh, Red Hook Brewery, I think, is going to be doing some things. Last year, they did outdoor movie night. Uh, you ever been to one of those? That's I almost went to one. What? I almost. Well, I was go supposed to go, and I couldn't go. I was very... They have one down in Fremont also, and then they it's silent, and they do music and uh, improv to the movie. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. I love that. There's so many fun things to do. And when the, when the sun comes out, Seattleites and Eastsiders and basically Washingtonians start to have a lot of fun. Yep. That's the one thing, though. You, I'm sure you guys have heard me cough from time to time. Uh, I've got allergies. Oh, uh, yes, the lovely allergies. The, the green fuzz from the trees and then the yellow uh, flowers. broomstick stuff on yes. the side of the freeway. So take your Alarest, your Zyrtec, your Allertec or whatever Actually, it is. Actually, right here by the water, I'm doing fine. When I was yeah. in the city, I was just packing away. When I, I live in Mucotillo, so I was doing fine over there. But uh, Yes, the closer you are to water, the easier it is to breathe, it seems like. And I'm not talking about the water falling from the sky. <laughs> Well, for all of you socially savvy fans, be sure to like us on our Facebook page uh, to be entered in drawings spontaneously from time to time from secret sponsors. Go to um, no. Socially Savvy Facebook. It's uh, LB Duchess Socially Savvy. Oh, that's right. We changed it. Yes, we you did. You have to remind me of these things. <laughs> it's a technology, I know. But just so, just what you do if you're worried about it, you know, here's the power. Just go to the search and type in Socially Savvy or LB Socially Savvy, and you'll see it there. It'll pop like up. It. And uh, we'll see you. So today's show is going to run a little bit short. We're going to socialize with our guests for a while today. Enjoy the sunshine. Eat from our fabulous sponsor's pop chips. Drink our fabulous sponsor, House Wines. And um, visit. So we'd like to thank our sponsors today. 
for the show, Alki Arts Gallery here in Seattle. Yes, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Cascade Ice, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom's Cosmetics, Kind Bars, yep. Pop Chips. Um, anybody else? Remember? Oh, you, Seattle Wine Exchange. Yeah, Seattle Wine Exchange. I ask that you guys, if you want, post on our... Uh, Blue Ribbon. Yes, Blue Ribbon. actually, you guys are in our swag bag this week, too. Post on our websites, on our social pages. Let us know you're there, and maybe we'll pick you for a drawing. Yes, and also, if you have a socially savvy topic that you'd like us to delve into, do some reporting on, get some information on, <laughs> super bitch just looking at you going, yes, that would be if me. If you have a business that would like to be on the air, send us a Would like email. us to advertise or be a part of the show? We'll listen to you. Let us know. So, everybody, enjoy this beautiful, sunny yeah, day, and have a socially savvy week. You too.